there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. And uh, every Friday at this time during the football season, Adam Chernoff joins the program. Excellent at uh, analyzing and handicapping the National Football League. You can get his podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. It's called The Simple Handicap. Adam, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I am still bewildered by the tweet that you sent last evening. Should we talk about it? Sure, we can. What do you mean you're, you you find it fascinating? Are you intrigued by it? Do you want to try a Pop-Tart like I suggested on, on X last night? I, it's the first time I've ever heard someone use the adjective incision when referencing a dessert. And so that <laughs> caught me off guard to begin with. But yeah. So just explain this logic to me and everybody who read that tweet because I think there's questions here. So you're taking – yes, I'm glad we can pull it up on the screen. So you're taking – something that is this sugar riddled and complementing it with a slab of butter. Is oh. this correct? How is this working out? How, how can you go wrong with that much sugar and butter on anything that's warm and toasty like that? Now, uh, full disclosure, I have not eaten a Pop-Tart in probably more than a decade. Uh, but when I used to eat them, I mean, they were delicious. And my tip would be as soon as it comes out of the toaster, you grab it, you take the knife and you slice it just like right down the middle like that. And you can make as many you know, incisions into the Pop-Tart as you would like. And then you just take the warm butter and you spread it over the Pop-Tart equally. And then the butter seeps into the cut of the Pop-Tart and it connects with all of that gooey, like frosting that's in, you know, inside the Pop-Tart. And it just, bec- it takes it to an entirely different, different level here. My, my Midwest is going to show here, maybe an ice cold glass of uh, milk as well to complement the Pop-Tart. It is <laughs> phenomenal, Adam. It, and this is like, ambiguous with any flavor. There's no specific one you have to go with. This is open game for any of them. Uh, the ones that I recall eating the blueberry worked well with. Uh, I don't like some of the flavors, to be honest, of Pop-Tart, so I didn't try them all. Brown sugar was the best one, the brown sugar flavored Pop-Tart. And if you can find like a cinnamon flavored butter and put that over, oh, that would be heavenly. Cinnamon butter. Yes. 
Okay, we're we're this is almost this is almost as offline as your tomato comment back from week one. People will remember where you were adamant that you could taste specific tomatoes based on country of origin line. So <laughs> yes, yes, we're, kinda, do we're going know. off the rails yeah. here for the second time in the it's season. Okay, he's going to do this. He's going to do this and put it on X too. I'll, he's I'll make film a video it. of it. Yeah. This is uh, yeah, unbelievable. You think they got their money's worth with the advertising? What they did with the bowl game? Oh, it was, Brilliant. was the mascot not a bit of a letdown? Like, I don't know what I expected when you're hearing the edible mascot all week. Oh, but he, he just kind of fell in the toaster. And then it's this giant it's fake it. Pop-Tart. Well, I feel bad up. for the guy. I know. He goes in the toaster. He comes out there eating the poor kid. Well, how about the I trophy, mean, by the way? Yeah. With the slots and then the two Pop-Tarts at top, at top of the football? Yeah. That's as good as it gets. Absolutely. Oh, all-timer. God. Incredible. So, all timer. I'll stop today after the show, pick up a box of uh, Pop-Tarts, and I'll try to have a video out sometime. Yeah, got to do that. Today. Um all right, let's begin with the game that we have tomorrow night. Dallas at home to Detroit. Here at Circa, Cowboys four and a half this morning. Uh, take us through this here. Who you initially liked in this game? Are you surprised by the movement and where we're at today? So it's going to be a, a segment here that is lacking a lot of conviction, unfortunately. But this is a week where it's late in the year, so you always have a lot of back and forths between different people in the market and numbers moving, which makes it difficult. But this is a game I was looking at and immediately as Detroit clinches and then you see the Cowboys lose to the Dolphins in the fashion that they did. This was waiting for openers and saying, there's got to be a way to fade Detroit here in this spot. It's it's the first time in 30 plus years they clinch it. It's the Dan Campbell ascension and finally getting back into the playoffs. It's this team that's been a loser for years, now finally becoming a winner. And it's the week after all of that going on the road to play in Dallas. It's just a spot that you would love to traditionally bet against, especially when it's a Cowboys team that has just lost twice on the road, going back home to where their offense works better. They run more plays per game. They're more explosive, right? It's like all of these things coming together. And so I was looking at this thing. Are we going to get this Cowboys minus four? Are the Cowboys going to be downgraded? Are we going to see their rating dropped? Are we going to see the Lions bumped up? And the fact was we got neither. We, the Cowboys stayed rated essentially the same as they have. There's been very little downgrade the last two weeks. And we didn't see the Lions get bumped. And and the Lions win, quite frankly, over the Vikings, outgained by two and a half yards per play, which kind of at this point in time in the NFL market is enough to say, it's a bit of a fraudulent win in a, in a number mm-hmm. of ways, also aided by a ton of turnovers. So I guess it makes sense, but it's just at this number, even at four and a half, it's just, it's not a comfortable spot to fade the Cowboys. It's golf against a defense that runs a ton of man that they can absolutely run on. I think there's a path for the Lions to move the football enough. And I think for the Cowboys, although they might have a monster game with Ferguson and Lamb matched up against this Lions defense, which is struggling to stop anybody, it's just, it's too big of a number. I think the Cowboys still priced a little bit higher than they should be. And it's unfortunately a great spot to fade the Lions, but I just, I couldn't do it at this price. So it's sadly a stay away for me, but that's kind of how I'm looking at this game. It'll be a, a good one to watch Saturday night with both offenses moving. All right. And how about Sunday night? Losers done. And uh, a ton of professional money on Minnesota last week, and they were losers. But Mullins had no problems moving the ball on Detroit. I don't agree with the quarterback change. You're putting a rookie in a tough spot here, although the Green Bay defense has been horrible. What do you think Sunday night? So, guys, nine straight 
conference wild card team matchups over right. the last three weeks. We've talked about it the last couple of weeks where you get these conference games with two teams essentially on the brink of elimination and you're getting more plays per game. You're getting more passing percentages per game. You're getting a lot more tempo per game for the teams trailing. These games keep flying over the total and it hasn't mattered who's been at starter. We've seen Mason Rudolph as a third stringer get a game way over the total. We've seen Houston with Case Keenum and Davis Mills play to a game way over the total. It's just these games keep flying because they're playing so differently. This game got absolutely smashed over on the openers Christmas Eve. 43 and a half was blasted. 44 was taken out. Got as high as 47 before the QB news oh. yesterday. And, and Paulie, I, I agree with you. I would have kept Mullins in after going for seven and a half yards of play against the Lions. But O'Connell just hates turnovers. Following the Dobbs game pre-buy when he had the four interception game, he was talking about how the quarterback decisions going forward were going to be made over who is likely to turn the ball over less. It just drives them nuts. And so we saw Mullins, despite two big games in terms of offensive output and moving the football and finding explosive plays, now find the bench because these turnovers are just something O'Connell can't live with. I don't know a lot about Jaron Hall, but I don't, I, I don't have any confidence or any reason to justify why Mullins to Hall would be a three-point drop to a total or a two-point drop to the side. I just I don't know if Nick Mullins was that valuable under center. So speaking from the total, we are now on the other side of 44 after getting to 47. That that to me is too big of an adjustment. So I like the over here. I think this Packers defense is incredibly fraudulent. And if you want to kind of look and say, like, I don't know what Jaron Hall is. Well, we've just seen Bryce Young and Baker Mayfield and Tommy DeVito, who probably aren't each a whole lot better nor worse than what Jaron Hall might be. And all three of those guys had monster games against this Packers defense. So to me, it's not super concerning with the QB switch from the total perspective. But now that it's on the other side of 44, I just think this has moved far too much. Um, I'll play another one of these wildcard games over. Let's go over 43 and a half. All right. Very good. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Our guest, Adam Chernoff. Follow him on X there at his name, at Adam Chernoff. His podcast is called The Simple Handicap. Uh, talk us through this Colts Raiders game after what Las Vegas did on Christmas Day to keep their playoff hopes alive and to play like that defensively. And uh, do nothing, by the way, on the other side of the ball and not complete a pass for the final three quarters and walk out of Arrowhead with a win, which, I mean, whoever would think like something like that would be possible. And now they have to go play an indie team who just got buried against Atlanta last week. Okay, there's the spot in this one. And then there's some underlying metrics that I think are pretty interesting, too. So this is, for me, easy decision on the Colts. Minus three and a half, even if you can find three minus 20, either way. Colts are absolutely the side in this one. So let's talk about the spot. Like you mentioned, they go into Arrowhead. Anyone who was watching that Christmas morning, early Christmas afternoon, maybe you're doing gifts with the family, whatever the situation was, if you caught the very end of the game, you saw Antonio Pierce crying on the sideline, crying in the post-game interview. It was full-on celebratory atmosphere amongst the Raiders players in the locker room after the game. That game meant so much to the Raiders and in the fashion that it occurred and how it played out, it was such a phony victory aided by those turnovers that it's just it's kind of hard to believe that they got out of Arrowhead with the result that they did. And why I start to kind of use the word phony in terms of the win, Aiden O'Connell, since taking over 
as the starter for the Raiders. In that time, there have been 40 quarterbacks that have started an NFL game. Aiden O'Connell in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation, a really good quarterback judgment metric. Aiden O'Connell ranks 40th of 40 qualifiers, dead last in the NFL. And we've seen some horrible backup quarterbacks come through the league. Mm. He is doing nothing on a weekly basis. And now the expectation is following a game where he completed nine passes, he's going on the road in this sort of letdown spot on a short week to play a Colts team that has to have this game to get into the playoffs. I just, I don't buy it. Jonathan Taylor, big game coming for him, running against this Raiders defense that gives up a ton of yardage. Raiders are going to be such a popular and trendy side that everybody wants to be on. Uh, I'll happily be on the other one here with the Colts. I think this number is too low. I think the matchup is too good. And I, I get the better team with the better coach, with the better quarterback, laying a short number at home against a bad defense here. Uh, I'll take the Colts here pretty happily. Paulie brought this up earlier in the show. The Raiders are making a huge mistake by not going back to Jimmy G. And it seems like with the playoff their playoff lives on the line okay i mean yeah o'connell has Still done on. nothing zero uh, yep. at all so we'll, conti- yeah, we'll continue with adam Chernoff coming up next is there a chance that we see clayton toon for arizona against the eagles if so where does this number go we'll ask him next on follow the money it's vsin the sports betting network There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every NFL or bowl game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Always improving our betting splits. Recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. There's a great soccer card today. Betting splits another way. We're here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check it out every game. 
vcin.com slash splits. As we continue with Adam Chernoff, you can get his podcast. It's called The Simple Handicap. Also, he does a lot of uh, free content. He writes up all the games uh, on a weekly basis at the Right Angle Sports app as well for your phone. Uh, this Philly-Arizona number has been all over the place, dipped down to Eagles minus 9.5 earlier in the week. Then it comes out, Kyler Murray is sick. Uh, at this point, we, we said this too, like earlier in the show, Why just sit him down. Don't play him. for the, there doesn't make You don't want to win one of these games, and you certainly don't want him to get hurt. Is there a chance that he doesn't go and Clayton Toon starts in this game? If so, where does this number go, in your opinion? Yeah, speculation on my point. I have nothing confirmed on this. I think there's a, a growing chance that he may miss this game. I, I would probably put it in that 20 to 25% range if I had to guess okay. just on the fact that he's missed both days of practice. But I, I, I am very confident that there will be a, sort of a performance dip on field because he has been labeled with the illness. And it's something that's very difficult to quantify or to look at, unlike, say, if you have a hamstring injury or a concussion, there's much more like concrete numbers on to how that impact is going to be on field. But what I will say is, as someone who is looking at this on a daily basis, tracking these injuries, looking at performance in games, there has been this illness tag slapped on a number of players for the last four to five weeks. And in almost every single instance, it has had a significant impact on the performance of that player in the game that week. It's just, it's mattered a ton. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know what the significance of it is, but you're just seeing guys not 100%. And when I look at Kyler Murray, since he took over as a starter and came back from injury, last segment, we talked about O'Connell in that metric, 40 of 40 for how he ranks. Now, Murray draws a smaller sample of QBs. There's 35 when you look at all the quarterbacks that have played since Murray returned, but only two quarterbacks have been worse in this time since Murray returned, and it is Aiden O'Connell and Sam Howell. So it's not like Murray right now at 100% is in any esteemed company. I think he's a much worse quarterback than he's probably discussed as. And if you have this illness that delays prep and practice coming into the week, I think it's going to make him a little bit worse than he actually already is. And so the Eagles, I thought, showed pretty well against the Giants, more than six yards per play, yard per play better, double them in first downs. It was just turnovers. It's kind of bad luck with, with two of them that really set up the Giants for short scores the big play. Otherwise that would have been an Eagles cover. And so Eagles now at home hosting the Cardinals outdoors with Murray less than hundred percent, potentially Marquise Brown going to miss another game as well. Only two receivers caught a pass for the Cardinals last week with Brown out. I think this is a number that you kind of wait and see on a little bit, but it sure looks like Eagles are nothing to me. Okay. Very good. And how about those giants now with the quarterback change Rams are hot. They've won five of six. They scored at least 28 points five in a row. Uh, Williams figures to have a big game against the Giants defense that's 29th against the run. Maybe the Giants get theirs too with Tyrod Taylor now starting. How do you see this game? The discount Josh Dobbs storyline part two has now come to an end with DeVito moving on and Taylor in as you mentioned and so that's that's a good thing for the league and that's a good thing for Giants fans and it was apparently a very good thing in the market because we were at six. Tyrod Taylor's announced in. It came all the way down to four and so that was a pretty surprising dip in a similar fashion to Denver, uh, which came down quite a bit too on the QB news on Wednesday. And now we're back up to five and a half pushing six. Um, we've kind of talked about a few games that I know 
different pros or different groups have been on in a big way. This is certainly one of them. A lot of attention from people that I really respect on the Rams at four and a half, five and five and a half. A lot of attention on the over as well. And the yeah. logic there is you're looking at a Rams offense that has really been clicking the last couple of weeks with Cup now fully healthy, with Kyron Williams back. They're able to move the football on almost anyone, and they're doing it very effectively. The Giants have multiple injuries on the defensive line, which you would think gives a pretty nice window for the Rams to run the football. And then you have a giant secondary that's pretty boomer bust against these wide receivers. And so if there's some run game to alleviate the pressure on Stafford, probably expecting the Rams to move the football pretty well. And then the expectation is that Taylor's going to have a much better chance to move the football than DeVito and makes the Giants much more of an over team with him than they were with DeVito. And so matched up against this Rams defense, which can can be had a little bit too. There's expectation that points are going to be scored in this one uh, from those pros and those groups. And so uh, a lot of attention here for the Rams as well as the over in the last couple days that I have seen and heard uh, that you can think about going into Sunday. Okay, very good. How about your Falcons? This is it, right? Last shot. This is it. They got to win out to go over the win total and see if Art can save his job. Uh, quarterback change to Heineke looked pretty good in the win against the Colts, but now it's on the road where they're 2-5. Bears are hot. Defense is playing well. Kind of a low total. What do you think? Polly, I'm against you for the second week in a row. I got to go back to the Falcons right. getting three on the road. Uh, a lot of this worries me because it's the Falcons team going outdoors in cold weather with some wind. Not a great spot. They got to have it, though. So hopefully we see the team that was on the field last week against the Colts, which represents what this team could and should have been all season. And unfortunately, has just been hampered with playmaking and decision making that's gone wrong for 15 weeks. But nevertheless, here we are. Falcons have to win out. Why I think there's potentially some hidden value here at three is the fact that the Bears injury report is both pretty damning, but also maybe a little misleading, too. So Cole Komet. And Darnell Mooney, skilled players number two and three for the Bears. They're both dealing with injuries. DJ Moore was announced with a high ankle sprain following the game last week. He suffered it on the first play. And the expectation was that he was going to be on the injury report. And there was actually a chance that he could miss this game. You get to Wednesday, all of a sudden he's not listed on the injury report. And he's not listed yesterday. And so it's a bit of a weird spot with the Bears because typically this is an injury that for sure has an impact week one, but can often be multi-week and all of a sudden more just is labeled as good to go. And it's the second time in the last two weeks he's had an ankle injury of a different variety. I don't think he's anywhere close to 100%. And so this Falcons defense now with D-line pieces back looked a lot better against the run last week. If they can limit the run for the Bears, I'm a little concerned there's just not a lot of skill guys out there for Chicago. I'll go back to it with Atlanta. Mm. It's an ugly one again. It always is with Atlanta, but yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we'll do it one more time, plus three on the road at Chicago. All right, one more game here as we wrap it up with uh, Adam Chernoff. His podcast is called The Simple Handicap. Follow him on X at Adam Chernoff. What did you make of the initial uh, reaction inside the market here when the Broncos moved down all the way to three after the Russell Wilson benching? That news came out, going to be Jared Stidham, and now it's it's going back the other way a little bit and has, once I think people uh, became sane again, and started to bet it back up to three and a half. But overall, what'd you think of that move down to three and where it's at right now? Yeah. So again, 
apologize to everyone listening for a lack of true conviction here, like usual, but I think this is another really good game to talk about similar to Rams giants. So Russell Wilson gets benched. That was, I want to say Wednesday morning. First thing Christmas days are a little max mixed up, but um, Wilson news comes out. He's benched number goes from Broncos five down to Broncos three. It was about two hours later, two different groups come in. They bet the Broncos three and they bet the Broncos three and a half. We see the movement up. Uh, in favor of the Denver Broncos. And speaking with one of them, the logic was the drop from Wilson to Stidham is being viewed as too much. But also this Chargers team got their bounce back last week. Saturday night, you get the new coach coming in, the motivational spot against the Buffalo Bills. They stay close. They stay competitive. That's the historic one-week bump after the coaching changes. Now it's back to reality going on the road with Easton Stick. And the problem is, Keenan Allen, unlikely to play. Mm. Josh Palmer, wide receiver number two. Now in the concussion protocol, he's trending unlikely to play. You take away wide receiver one and two with Easton Stick. There's just not much out there for the Chargers on the road at the Broncos facing this defense. And so all those things have come together. The point that I would throw out there is Russell Wilson. We've talked about this quarterback metric all, all segment. There are 45 quarterbacks in that segment. Russell Wilson, number 12 on the season going back to week one. And so that's a decent number, Mm -hmm. decent level of play. I get that there's a drop down to Stidham, but now that we're at three and a half, if you're betting this now, you're not that far removed from five. You're probably going to expect Stidham to need to be kind of 16 to 20 level play. And maybe that's a tough ask to sort of have of Stidham coming in after not playing all season. I'm not really sure, but certainly an interesting market. A lot of love for Denver at three and three and a half from people I respect. All right. So as of right now, the best bet probably still the Colts minus three and a half. Colts three and a half Sunday night football over and then hate to do it, but forced to do it. Falcons plus three. Excellent, man. Have a happy new year. Best of luck this weekend as well. You guys too. Yep. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much, Adam. We'll talk to you next week. There you go. Adam Chernoff. In-pocket plays coming up in 20 minutes. We'll recap last night's betting action and win some, lose some next here on VEASAN. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. It was a great game and a fun night. Each team with a defensive touchdown parlay, 77 to 1. Johnson anytime touchdown, 45 to 1. Hickman, 45 to 1. The Johnson touchdown was an incredible play. To jump up twice, bat it down, pick it off, and house it. First of all, I love the fact that you can actually bet on individual defensive players to score a touchdown. Yeah, that is awesome. Ford, two touchdowns plus 850. Ford, First touchdown, 6-1. to one. More, anytime touchdown, plus 260. Missed extra point, yes, plus 240. Somehow there was a scoreless quarter, plus 155. Flacco to throw for 300 yards, 5-1. to one. Flacco over 2.5 touchdowns, plus 650. Oh. Alt over 44.5, plus 325. Look ahead line, Browns 4.5, close 7.5. Rutgers. Plus four and a half, went off a three-point favorite and beat Miami. Arizona, Oklahoma under, 64 and a half, down to 59 and a half. Fell 62. Arizona, 11 and 2 ATS this year. 
if there was a 12-team playoff. Boston College, plus 460, beat SMU at Fenway to start the day. West Ham went into Arsenal and won 2-0, plus 950. Now, how about that? That was something. And the Nuggets, from 6 up to 9.5, no jaw, illness. They beat Memphis, 142-105. to Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. Look at the focus on the dog here in goal. The German Shepherd, it's a, it's, there's a hockey puck in the middle, and it's all surrounded by balls. And he's gonna, the owner's going to wait with the stick to shoot the puck last. But the dog is looking right at the puck. Don't care, tennis ball, ball, okay, don't look. All right, get ready for it. Here it comes. Finally, the puck. Give me that. Oh, nails it right with his mouth. Can you believe that? Oh, I love it. The whole time, there's like 15 balls around the hockey puck. And he's putting them all in the net. But the dog is staring right at the hockey puck. And as soon as he puts the hockey puck, Rod nails it right in the, right in the, the dog has one job. Yeah, give me that. And he nails it, snatches it right out of thin air. Unbelievable. Patrick Waugh. Bam! Give me that. That's awesome. That's phenomenal video. This guy knows how to do Vegas right. Comes to town. He's at the casino. He's playing the machines. He's got a bottle of Fireball and a bottle of Jack, a little Jack and Coke can and the other one. I mean, look at this. I can't believe they allowed him to bring it in. Probably smuggle it in. They probably didn't. He just no, happened yeah. to smuggle it in right. in the area you're sitting well, with look, it now. I know. He's got it wide open, though, right? I mean, he's advertising it. He's got the big bottle of Fireball sitting on the machine, and he's got the Jack and Coke in his left hand as well. Okay, so this blue, you had the Pop-Tart Bowl yesterday. Uh, well, Unbelievable well, marketing. Oh, phenomenal. The, the best plus. I can remember. Oh, come on. The guy's going to they're gonna put him in the toaster and he comes out <laughs> and the guy's going to eat him? Right in the announcer? We're going to devour uh, him at the end. Oh, that was great. So you have a Pop-Tart secret? Uh, it goes back many years. You got to do this on, uh, on uh, do it at home and put it A demonstration video. People are yeah. asking for this now. Yeah. So for those watching the show right now, it's, it's pretty simple. My cousin just told me the secret, I mean, 30 years ago, whatever. When it, when it comes out of the toaster, piping hot, you grab the toaster, you just take a knife, cut it lengthwise like this. You can cut it as many times you as you want, the pop right? Tart. The Pop-Tart. Yeah, the, uh, the frosted side. You cut the frosted right. side, you take a dab of butter, and you put the, the butter inside the incision, and you let the butter do its work and like work with the filling and everything. And you can put as much butter on as you want. It's it's an A plus, and I had no idea that this existed. And I love the show Family Guy. And people were sending me this last night. Yeah, they did a whole song. Peter Griffin, he's singing the song. If you never put butter on a pop tart, you. I'm like, what? Are really? you kidding me? I've been doing that for, since I was 15 years old. Wow. So they know. Other people, we got a tweet today. A guy said, "I've been doing. I did one today this morning before your show started. I've been doing it since the 70s." He told me. Really? Yes. I wonder how much stuff like this exists about oh, how to... Blows our mind? Yeah. yeah. Well, like with food or how to prepare no, something. Good question. Would, yeah. Incredible marketing. All-time good. All-time bad. Lose some. Well, was close. I can't believe how many people had Pistons money line. People who work here, and then you see like DraftKings tweeted out, it was like the number one bet. Yeah. Pistons money line catching 17. Well, they're up 21, but they lose in overtime to the Celtics. They lost their 28th game in a row. That's tied for the longest in the four major sports history. They go for the record Saturday. They play the Raptors at home. The thought was, oh boy, one of the biggest point spreads we've had in a long, long time. Also, the Pistons want to avoid that, obviously. The Celtics have lost to bad teams over the last couple of years. Yep. With that big of a payout, people wanted to bet a little to win a lot. And oh, by the way, the Celtics were laying 15 in the second half and they covered. Yeah, they got that too. Yeah, right? yeah. Absolutely. That is wild. 28 games in a row. 
There's a road trip coming up, too. They bet if they don't win Saturday, this could get to 35. Timberwolves from 9 up to 12. No, Luka, 1 by 8. SMU from 9 up to 13 and a half. Lost outright. And what has happened to this once proud program? Miami is 1 and 11 straight up in bowls since 2007. And on a 2 and 12 ATS run in oh, bowls. I did not realize what that. What a disaster. Doesn't matter the coach. Horrible. Well, and it's it's going to be the same thing with this guy. He will bring in talent. Oh, God. We saw it again yesterday. It's tough to watch. The clock management struck crystal ball again. Yeah. He, he's, he's a really good recruiter, and that's all I can say about him. Yep. Lose some? Let's go down the road. Green Valley Ranch Casino. Tuesdays, they have all-you-can-eat tacos and tequila for $30. And this is, look at this. Now, there's a long wait, but also it gets rowdy, apparently. Which uh, I put under lose some because the, the crowd gets a little rowdy and uh, the natives get restless. But that is what's an all-time great deal. I all you can eat tacos. Yeah. And it's not like, look at those. Look at these tacos. Look how good this looks. All you can eat tacos and tequila for $30. Incredible market. I think I've walked by the restaurant a hundred times. Yeah. I've never eaten there before. I've yeah, always I, thought about it. I've been it. there once, right. Absolutely. Okay. Now, how about Mikhail Bridges for the Nets? He did an interview. He's had Chipotle every day for 10 years. Is there, what, uh, I didn't do, even know where to start. Do you buy it? I do buy it. You, you do? remember the Yelich thing? Yelich ate it every day in the minor leagues, he said. Yeah. But why, who would, what would you eat? The same thing? Oh, you, the I, same I, I thing? I couldn't do it. There's Turkey no sandwich, chicken fingers, no? I get tired of the same thing after three or four days. So right. I'm like, I can't, I, I got to tap out. I got back into A&W root beer. Okay. And I, and I'm like, I drank it like every day. For, I, 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 I can't do it. I'm sick of it already. It was oh, a week. Yeah, I, I went back to Coke. I drink coffee every single day, probably two, three right. cups. Once in a while, it hits me. I'm like, I, I can't do it today. Chipotle every day for 10 years? Mm, I, what would you need for that? That's a big meal. I, I know I, he works out. He's a basketball player, but that's, that is nuts. So he just... Does he go to the same one? It's right next to where he lives? I don't know. Or does, does, like, he have, does he have a hankering every day at like 1130? Yeah. I got to get my Chipotle in. I guess it was like Jared from Subway, too, though. He would eat it every day but lost weight, but then... Well, then he saw like right. a path to... Yeah, it was also healthy, but he you know, turned out to be a nut. Yeah. Uh, this was blowing up on social media again. I can't believe it's even asked. You have to survive 20 minutes with one of them for $100 million. <laughs> Who are you picking? <laughs> Who's picking the gator? It's the bear, the tiger, the hippo, and the gator. What are we doing here? If you pick the gator, you should be deported. Hippos are 4,000 pounds and they can scoot. The bear, you get cornered by a bear. We've all seen the movie, Revenant. Come on. And then the tiger? No. Oh, come on. We played that video two weeks ago where the guy hits the gator with a frying pan over the head yeah. and, he, and he, he beats it. He's like, I, I've had enough. And, sure. he, and he leaves. I mean, go on. Get no, out of here. Go, go, go on. So you're saying the only option here is the gator. That's right. Now, of course, yeah. yeah. That's Who, the only one I would picking, consider. Right. You can't pick anything other than the gator. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't clear. Was it? Yeah. Absolutely. You can't pick anything other than the Gator. I have to survive with 20 minutes with one of them. You'll have, you'll be dead in 30 seconds with the Tiger. Yeah. The Bear, you might have some wiggle room to last like a minute, minute and a half. You can scoot maybe around the Hippo for the first and then, but once he tracks you down, forget about it. You actually have, you have a puncher's chance against the Gator to survive for for a little while anyway and get run, out of there. You can run away. You can you hit can them over the head. You can confuse maybe. Eye gouge. How, how do they something. Turn, what's their radius like? They're yeah. not going to be, come on, you can just run them, you can get them dizzy, run them around in circles. Yeah. I played... Great hung, idea for a TV show. I played Hungry Hungry Hippos as a kid. Maybe it, the people have, the kids have the wrong idea. 
They are fierce. They are nuts. Oh, yeah. These hippos. Is this when you were a hungry, hungry hippo or? As a fatty. Before your fat days. Now, I thought the Baron Von Roschke was the claw. Was, is the Von Eric the claw now, the Iron I, Claw? I, I'm go- I want to go watch that movie. Did you see the, the Rick? A lot of people say the Ric Flair thing blew it, though. They say great movie. The cast, everyone in the world can do a Ric Flair, yeah. except the guy that plays Ric Flair oh, in the movie. no. It's horrible. You haven't seen it? No, I have oh, not. Oh, it's god-awful. Oh, Everyone no. can do it. Woo! You're right. We've course. interviewed him. Great guy. We've interviewed the guy's hilarious. Everyone can do a Ric Flair, except the guy who plays Ric Flair in the movie. Ah, I haven't seen that it's part terrible. yet. It's terrible. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 150 in bonus bets. Get the NBA League Pass for the rest of the season. Download the app promo code Visa when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Learn to love it. Woo! <laughs> Great job, guys. The, the, yeah, I wasn't clear. It's the obvious. The only pick is the Gator. And I don't know. for I don't know. Mashed mm. potatoes, stuffing, maybe a, a turkey BLT club, chicken. I have to eat the same thing for 10 years? Can't Come do on, it. Bridges. Nope. I, no way. Yeah. That's nuts. We saved the best for last. We did. It was the soak of the year, man. That might have been the that might have been the win lose of the year right there. Oh god. In pocket plays what we're betting this weekend next here on Vison. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. He knows the quarterback was on coke if his girlfriend was not on these games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. All right, baby, we got a huge soccer card today with the lower leagues. Premier League taking off, Championship League, League One, League Two. Let's get at it. Ipswich Town, QPR over two and a half. 
Nine of the last 11, uh, 10 of the last 12 Ipswich matches have gone over two and a half. We've been hot with the soccer and the totals. Let's go over two and a half. That's today in the soccer. Couldn't find a side, though. I wanted to. Uh, I'm with Chernoff. I love the Colts here. Making a big mistake sticking with O'Connell. Can't play. Doesn't give you the best chance to win. I like the Colts at home. Bears lane three against Atlanta. I'll go against Chernoff on that one. Don't get the Dallas number against the Lions. I love the Cowboys. It's a bad spot for Detroit. Hangover celebration. Won the division for the first time in 30 years. I'm going to trust the team. That's won 15 in a row at home. And 7-0 this year straight up in 6-1 ATS and averaging 40 points per game at home. Detroit couldn't stop Mullins. What do you think is going to happen with Dak and Lamb? Tampa lane three against the Saints. Car I, I live and breathe. Carr doesn't win games like this. He's not going on the road and winning this game. Mayfield's hot. They won four in a row. They've been great offensively during this streak. Nine touchdowns, one interception. <coughs> Completion percentage, nurse of 63%. They keep it going. They clinch the division and cover. We got one in, first of the leg, with the Browns-Cowboys money line parlay, which paid better than the teaser. Great job by the Browns and Flacco. And I, I don't get it. I'm not saying it's an upgrade, but it certainly doesn't warrant a line move in the other direction, going from Wilson to Stidham. You're right, the Chargers stink. And you've got that huge, let's win one for the Gipper after the embarrassment oh, yeah. to show everyone and show out on Peacock on Saturday night to hang around. I think Stidham will do well and fare well, and the Broncos win and cover in that one. All right, uh, recapping last night's action. Did the uh, same game parlay. Flacco and Simeon to throw an INT. That was plus 134. That's what I found it up. At, at people found it at higher than plus 160. It's a good job shopping around. It's oh, not a, if you had to pick six for both teams too, right? Oh, the oh, 77 to 1. 77 to 1. So that was a winner. Arizona money line in the bowl game. That was a winner. They were up 13 nothing. Right. They then trailed 24-13, and then they won 38-24. God, if we would have had the playoff this year. They lost once in regulation by three points to Washington. That's it. Lost an overtime. Triple oh, overtime. USC and Miss State. Yep. That's right. How good is this team Oh, to finish this, the season this was, like this? This was perfect. This was a big reason why is why the 12-team playoff is the nuts, and just for reasons like this. Arizona, sure. Missouri. That's exactly right. Yeah. So those uh, two were winners. Uh, here's what I'm doing. This is a way for me to hedge Dallas to win the division. I got them at plus 650 a couple of weeks back, talked about it on the air. I don't think they're going to win their division. They need so much to go their way. I'm hedging. I'm taking the Eagles to win the East, tied it in the Alabama money line. That pays plus 150. Uh, you guys talked me into this. Colts minus three and a half, minus 110 against the Raiders. And I'm going to go first half game here. The Niners average about 16 points per game in the first half. That is uh, top five in the league. On the flip side, the Commanders are the worst team in football. They allow 17 points per game in the first half. I think we're going to get an explosion by San Francisco after what happened on Monday night against Baltimore right away. And it's going to come in waves. So I'm going to go first half over 24 and a half. That's minus 105 pending. Steelers plus three and a half, minus 115 against the Seahawks, and I'm all in on this Alabama side. Money line as mm. well, plus 105 against Michigan. There you go. Come a Eastern Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets, every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vcin.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today, 999 vcin.com 
slash subscribe. I didn't see how high the odds went up and paid, but we talk, I talked about the alt numbers and, and bet those with Flacco. I mean, you, you had like 290 at halftime. Yeah, 296. To get to 300 was 5-1. to one. To get to 330 was 12-1. to one. Oh. I mean, he could have had 400 easy. Wow. But then you lost more. You didn't have Cooper. And then, the, you know, the Jets made some adjustments and, and, and shut him down in the second half. But this Flacco story, and if you were on board, congrats, you got paid. Oh, there were a ton of bets that came in. All the oh, Elijah yeah. Moore bets came in. Right. Good job by Mr. Rizzo. Yeah. Everything on Njoku, but anytime touchdown came in. Yep. It, it was all good last night. Right. Okay, so today's a sad day here on this show because uh, the guys behind the glass do not get a lot of glory. Uh, and we have an excellent crew. And it's, it's a young crew, and yet they're phenomenal at what they do. They're extremely hard workers. And Sergio Sanchez was born and raised here in Las Vegas, and he is bolting for the East Coast early next week. He's been on this show and getting up, who knows at what time, probably like at midnight to come in and work the show. And he's done it, and he never complains. And he's always yeah. like, you know, it's kind of like when we lost um, Mikhail, always in a good mood, smile on his face. He, he went to the um, military, Air Force, a couple weeks ago. So Sergio is going to bail. We'll, this is how good uh, Sergio is at his job. And a lot of the guys behind the glass make this show and make us look good on a daily basis. It's some, of the, some of the bits that we've done over the years, for example, Track to the Future. We were doing this a while, for a while. But look at how talented Sergio is by making something like this. And it, it, it came in. Where Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are going, they don't need roads. Looking back at the bets they've placed. If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. And analyzing the market to find new ones. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey! It's time to check in with Beeson's Flux Capacitor. This is Track to the Future on Follow the Money. I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. Beautiful. I mean, it looks tremendous oh, wow. for the TV audience. Sounds great for the radio audience as well. Look at the graphics that he created. Uh, boy, this is so far over my head. I can't. What's it like growing up today? <laughs> and you get used to all this stuff with the editing yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. I know. I have no I idea know. how to do any of this stuff, right? Sure. It's everything. Computers yeah. and all this. Everything one click away. Here was uh, fire and ice. In the sports betting realm, everyone is looking for an edge. You might not have my name. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you are oh, no. up or down. Lannister always pays his debts. Success is not measured by effort, only by results. And I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Who you back and when you do it is crucial. Everyone who isn't us is an enemy. Knowledge is your greatest asset. You know nothing, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are here to guide you on your quest. Winter is going. This is fire. Nice. Oh. So you were Daenerys, hey, but also I can't believe I'm, 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 yeah, Mother of Dragons. Come on, I, I get to be. A, I'm a Lannister. Yeah, you're Jamie Lannister at the end as well. Yeah, that was great at the end. Great, great job with the, uh, best, doing that. Best show of all time. Not even close. No one's close to oh, it. Not even close. Not even close. I know it didn't end well, but you know. So this is a mess, uh, a mystery segment that we never did. Actually, <laughs> we're going to go in fresh again, courtesy of Sergio. What is this one called? Oh, oh good. Uh, good betters. You're the captain. I'm the consigliere, and uh, Lombardi's the boss. Oh, that is good. Paulie Howard, 1985. As far as I can remember, I always wanted to be a handicapper. <laughs> Three decades of life in the mafia. Uh, God, uh, that is great. All dressed up. Uh, so anyway, Sergio, man, uh, great job over the years, uh, and good luck. It can be a scary spot. I mean, when you moved out here to the Midwest, 
You know, what, 24 years old? Oh, I got stories, man. Oh, no, you, younger than that. I moved across. I was 22 out of Minnesota, college, moved across the street from a strip club in the Hard Rock Hotel, which was hopping. Uh-huh. The stories that oh, we, we could do a God. separate podcast once a week, and we would never be able to tell all the stories from early days in Las that Vegas. That podcast would be enormous. Here's one. Paulie and I locally used to do a show 10, 12, 13 years ago, and we did it this time of year, every single year, called The Drunk Show. And... We did it for three years, and it was super popular, and we would do it at like a remote location where listeners could come down, they would buy us drinks, and the point of it was to prove like how intoxicated you could get on the show in like a three-hour span, and we got just wasted. But it was brought to you by a company out here called Designated Drivers, and we were trying to prove a point, like there's no way that we could drive. We had to have people drive us home. And they did a great job. They would come and get you and your car wherever you were and drive it home. This is before Uber, before right. Lyft. It was a great org- organization. Yes. After three years, the third episode of the show, we got it shut down because uh, we were just oh, way too far over the top with what we were saying on the air, the third show, and we couldn't do it anymore. The point is, you have so many uh, options now at your fingertips this weekend, and I know everybody likes to go nuts for New Year's. Do not drink and drive this weekend. Uber, Lyft, if there's something like designated drivers wherever you live, if you've had too much, absolutely do not get behind the wheel this weekend. It's so avoidable today that you have to take every possible precaution mm-hmm. to make sure that you're going to have, you know, a DD for your way home. And I wish we could do those shows again. They were a lot of fun. But oh boy, um, when the operations manager brings me into his office after the third one and just goes, y- you're never doing that ever again. <laughs> like, it was bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't. We- I blacked out on one of them. Oh. I'm lucky. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's good. Also, we have one of the biggest shows in the country. Let's try to keep some of these good people that we have, too. Not lose them to ESPN and other stuff. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you Monday. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.